This month, Andrew Murray has been leading us through reflections on the secrets of a new life in Christ. And today's devotion is titled, The Love of the Cross. I feel very blessed and privileged this morning to be speaking on the greatest act of love there ever was. A love that has set forth a path for redemption and salvation for the whole world. A love that I have been blessed to have experienced personally. And I know that as I wander through this messy life, I wander through it with a Savior that relentlessly pursues me and offers forgiveness and grace. So today starts in the book of Luke, chapter 23, verse 34. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Jesus here is on the cross. God, in human form, the only person who has ever lived without sin, is dying a sinner's death. And as he does, he cries out to the Father on behalf of the enemies that put him there. These are the words he speaks as some of his last and final breaths. And this, we are told, is an act of love. Clearly, it's not puppy love or movie love, as is often portrayed in our world, but real love. It's a love Jesus offered not only to those that followed him, but even those who stood in opposition to him. This is a mystery and a secret of a new life in Christ because it is so countercultural to our world. This kind of love stands in stark contrast to the love we see in culture. In culture, we're encouraged to let our emotions and our personal resolve lead our love. When the emotions of love are no longer there towards a family member or friend, a romantic partner, Society gives the green light to just end it right there and walk away. The outlook is even more grim for how culture says to treat our enemies. I hardly doubt Jesus on the cross was feeling warm and fuzzy towards those who betrayed him and persecuted him. And yet, he still cried out to God on their behalf. In culture, we see a you-do-you-and-live-your-truth mentality that encourages each individual to govern themselves, make your own rules, and let feelings lead your affection towards others. Scripture cautions us against this way of thinking so many times. In the Old Testament, we read about the Israelites. And in Judges 21, verse 25, it says, In those days... Israel had no king. All the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. These were God's chosen people. And when they governed themselves, things went sideways quickly. The downward spiral and the implosion was real. And it often started from turning away from God and his instruction and inwardly towards their own wants and desires. Jesus on the cross, in full submission to God the Father and his plans, shows us a better way to live. 
Andrew Murray describes this better way to love with these words today. Be it the love which prays for others or the love that cares about his friends or the love which rejoices over a repentant sinner, Christ showed us that the cross is a cross of love. So right now, where is God asking you to put your faith in his personification of love and not the world's definition of it? Where is God inviting you to love others as he loved his followers, his enemies, and as he has loved you through the cross? Personally for me, busyness and self-centeredness are often enough to impede my ability to love like Jesus on the cross. So today I am reminded to intentionally love others as Jesus exemplified it, not as the world defines it. Today I'm reminded that love has a name and it's Jesus. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, as I meditate on your suffering and the message of the cross, I thank you that you again defined the message of love so clearly for me. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. And we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.